Hi, welcome to Clitterly Speaking, the podcast. I'm Michelle Doherty. And I'm Emily Lane. We are BFFs dedicated to bringing you conversations between girlfriends over a bottle of wine. Oh, I am so excited about the wine part. Oh, me too. So pull up a chair, grab your glass, and let's get talking. Emily, how are you today? Hi. Well, you know me. I'm excited to be here again. I know. It's been a long week. I know. It has been a long week. Yeah. But some good things, too. I, you know, I, I got to play some music over the weekend. I'm doing this really fun zombie-themed musical. So right, right. I saw you Friday. Yes. Yeah. Went to a group and, of friends. Uh, you know, get, got to see a lot of art this weekend. So, yeah, it's... it's it's a good balance with some of the other frustrating things that have been going on, you know. Yeah, I turned off. Um, I turned off the the news. Yeah, good for you. This weekend, I actually after um, that decision came down, I I was uh, at the office and I got in my car and I uh, turned on Beyonce really, really loud <laughs> and I drove home and I had that so loud and I didn't let anybody get in front of me. I was like, no, I'm not not being nice. I'm not going to let anybody mm-hmm. in right now. I'm so upset. I'm so angry. And uh, it felt good to uh, belt out along with Beyonce. Yeah. And, uh, and so that's great that we get to come here and now we get to share our our voice. We get to bring friends in. We get right. to celebrate our womanhood and drink wine. Uh- we were going to be drinking a lot of wine, <laughs> a lot of wine now in, in perpetuity, I hope. So anyway, yes. but I'm glad to also to be back today. And I'm really excited about our um, our friend who's joined us today, Jamie Walsh. I know that uh, you guys met a little earlier, but you're instant friends too, right? Absolutely. I've been really looking forward to meeting Jamie because you've spoken of her often and oh. she just sounds like an amazing woman, so I can't wait to learn more. I'm <laughs> Don't blush. Or yeah. no, you can blush. It's just hot in here. <laughs> it's the wine. It's the wine. All it's of it's the already yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, Jamie, say hello to our listeners Hi, out there. Everyone. Hi. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. It's a huge honor, especially so early and this kickoff. So thank yeah. you. Yeah. Jamie uh, was my realtor last year. We were exploring moving to the neighborhood mm-hmm. you live in now, or actually a few neighborhoods. So Jamie's been all over uh, your neighborhood and different houses. And uh, we just really hit it off. And yeah. I'm sorry that we decided to stay in our in the no, home we have, but, but we still uh, maintained a really great friendship yeah. that came Facebook from it. Friends. Facebook friends and, and 3D friends too, you know, life in 3D. Yep. Yeah, so yeah. Um, when we were talking about people to have on the show, mm-hmm. I'm like, we have to have Jamie. She has a wonderful story. She has a wonderful attitude. Oh, Lots of great mm-hmm. things to um, positive uh, messages for mm-hmm. listeners out there. So sure, you're here. Yes. But one of the things we always start off with, and Emily, please tell us, what are we drinking today? Oh, yes. Um, So today we are drinking a Chenin Blanc from South Africa. This is a first. It is. It is. A Chenin Blanc typically comes from France, from the Loire Valley. This grape is also, you'll you'll find it in South Africa as well. The maker of this is Rem Hooty. It's kind of spelled a little differently, so we'll make sure to throw it up there so you can find it. It's got a G in the name that is not pronounced, which makes it kind of tricky. So this is a I have a silent G in my name, too. That's so, true, you do. Doherty, so yes. I totally, totally, totally relate. <laughs> yes. Yeah, me and this wine, we're like, we're like, we're like this already. <laughs> so this one is a reserve. It's from 2017. It's called Honey Bunch. And this was one that my friends, the wine merchant, were very, they were, you know, Emily, you've 
got to taste this. You've got to share this on your show. They were very, very excited about it. They know my palate. They know I like French wines, but they're like, you are going to love this. So I was kind of excited when I learned a little bit more about this wine. Like it's, we typically like to stay in that like under $20 price point because we like to drink wine, you Mm -hmm. know? And so we did splurge on this one. We spent $25, but as I came to find out, that's a heck of a good price because it hovers over 40 quite frequently. So good to know you can find wow. it. A, yeah, you can find it a little more reasonable. Now, I just tasted it as I poured it for us all, and I'm eager to hear your thoughts. I personally found that got some of that nice, that stone fruit, that pineapple, some apricot. I think it's very flowery on the aromatics. Nice acidity, really gets your mouth kind of salivating. And um, yeah, little lime, little mineral. Uh, what do you think? Well, I, it does smell really nicely. It does. Mm-hmm. And it tastes, I mean, it tastes great too. Mm-hmm. It's not harsh. Like sometimes when you drink a, a white, I find that they can feel dry. This doesn't feel dry to me, mm-hmm. but it could be a dry wine, but I don't really know. So um, the, the disclaimer mm-hmm. out there, Emily will correct me if I'm wrong. You know what? Just trust your own palate. Everybody has a different palate, you know? And it's so interesting. Our taste buds evolve. Every seven years, we have a completely different tongue. So we can start over you in seven exactly. years and, and start drinking the same wines we've had and already have, before. So like the seven-year wine itch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is the seven-year wine itch. Nicely done. Yes. So that is what I brought for us to share. Thank you. What do you think yeah. about it? It's good. I'm not a huge wine drinker. I'm more of a vodka rum girl. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But if I drink wine, it's definitely white, not red. That just gives me a headache. But pineapple, I cut that right mm-hmm. away. I just think it's good. I mean, yeah. I, hey, you I'm know like, what? whatever you're all are talking about, that's cool. <laughs> I just think it's good. <laughs> right, I'm right. Not, I think that wine is fascinating because there's so much that goes into it, but it's not something I study. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, I usually just study like the price label. Yeah, <laughs> and I walk through and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's under ten dollars, so I'm gonna yeah. get that. I mean, knowing Emily has really, uh, she has definitely pushed my limits on hey, what I'm gonna spend on a bottle because <laughs> because I've I've spent a lot more on wine uh, since I've known you than uh, I did prior to, and um, but that's okay. It's all tax we'll deductible get you up to now. Somewhere next. All right. She still she still hasn't forgiven me for making her drink wine out of the plastic uh, to go cup from the Lake of the Ozarks. But we were on my deck. Oh yeah. I'm I'm always worried about people dropping and breaking things. It must be you know PTSD from having children. So they make <laughs> not that I gave my children wine, you know, when they were younger. It was uh, definitely um, you know they had grape juice. Out of wine glasses. Uh, right. <laughs> That's okay, though. No, I get it. Yeah. You know, there are these wonderful glasses. They're, Vivino is one of the makers of them that are, they're they're like a, a plasticky kind of material. Yes. And they're actually designed to, like, keep the integrity of the wine there. And they're pretty amazing. So, are those the ones with the thumbprint? Yeah. 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 I, know I got those about. from my dad and his girlfriend for Christmas one year. So I know what those are. It's just, again, it's like splurging to myself. Yeah. And and if any of the listeners are out there considering what to get me for like, Christmas. Christmas, you know, I think any of those kind of wine uh, mm-hmm. glasses. I mean, I have a lot of wine glasses. I really do, but I just I just don't use them on, when we're outside on the deck. Right, <laughs> that's all. But it's okay anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so this is a wonderful, wonderful vintage that we've got, and I'm glad we've expanded to South Africa. Yeah, this is a first for us. Yeah. You should get a map. Oh, wouldn't that be fun? And, oh, how different than when I used to have a map. What was your map? 
like boys I dated. <laughs> <laughs> and I would put like, you know, the pins in like for every country or every state, I love you that. know. Now, uh, now that I still I'm, have this map. Well, I can't speak, but um, <laughs> I, I probably do somewhere. She packed it away because she thought she was moving. I did, yeah. <laughs> now I need to make sure that I only I un- unpack my boxes. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, no kids. All- Everybody has those boxes. <laughs> Everybody has do, those kind of boxes. Do they tell you, your clients, you know, uh, Jamie, this oh, is the... you'd be surprised when some people tell me. Oh, really? It is. Can I, you share? Oh, my goodness. I feel like I could write a book. Well, yeah, um, I think you should then. Oh, yeah. yes. I I love it because people think it's about the houses. It's not. It's about the people. And I learn so much from my clients. I have a highly confidential job in a lot of ways. <laughs> so the names have been changed to protect the innocent. Well, yes. Or not so innocent. Yeah, and I will not, yeah, I can't even, in my mm-hmm. head, I'm like, oh, it's this person and this mm-hmm. person, but I can't say it because I have to be really careful. And oh, so yeah. a couple of weeks ago, I'm putting a house in the market soon. I met with my sellers and I've known her for a really long time. And I have known her since middle school, I think. And then I sold them their house about five years ago. And is this too much detail already? No. Okay. No, because nobody will figure that out. I work <laughs> okay. with so many people from high school that I grew okay. up with. Okay. But um, she's telling me about a conversation she had with another girl we went to high school with. And she just says, oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we're Polly. And oh. I just keep oh. going. Interesting. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And why is that necessary for me to know? <laughs> well, maybe they want extra bedrooms or something. I'd- they're moving to a different, they're moving out of St. Louis. And, oh, to uh, maybe join up with their partners. So are any listeners maybe. out there that don't understand what the word poly means, um, that's polyamorous. Yep. Folks that are in um, relationships with more than one mm-hmm. partner, usually mm-hmm. um, they have like primaries and then secondaries, or sometimes everybody's all the same level, but uh, they feel like they can love more than one person. Yep. So that's what the poly I mean, polyamory is about. I think it's fascinating because I just look at my boyfriend, I'm like, dude, you're enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it, yeah, it would be really complex to keep all of you the emotions. You gotta keep them all straight. And, you need a right. map, but uh, you need a map. But at the same time, people who are in poly relationships are very open and honest. So there's no deceit going on, which right. is the difference, right? It's not like, mm-hmm. oh, I can't. It's supposed I, to be, yeah. It's supposed to be. I mean, ideally. Um, I just always hope that people are having safe sex. That's mm-hmm. what I hope. Well, I think in that community, that's also part of one of their. Um, an expectation. Yeah. I think otherwise you are you are being deceitful to mm-hmm. all of your lovers, right? Mm-hmm. If you're going to do that, there's a a series on Showtime called Polyamory, Married and Loving It, or something like that. It's like two seasons of it. If, if you have Showtime and you can watch it, is it's that set in California? Mm, it's yeah. pretty interesting and in how they have, deal with their kids and raising kids and like you know they have like this love room. It's it's. Whoa. <laughs> It pushes the envelope. Stuff like that. But it's still available on Showtime. Stuff like that. Like, I wouldn't even think about watching because I'm so focused on work. Like, I, I, I'm so, so busy all the time. We just actually finished season five of Game of Thrones last night. What are we heading into? Season eight? Like, I, I'm still. I, I haven't seen even it. watched it at oh. all. I'm sorry. Michelle. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Have you seen it? I have not. <laughs> oh, ladies. Oh. But I do think that I'd probably like it. I mean, I, I like that kind of fantasy. Is is it kind of a sort fantasy of? world I in a way? I thought it was at first, too, but it's more like a medieval times soap opera. Oh, wow. If you're really going to break it down. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's um like five or six families, seven kingdoms. I mean, another one of those things you'll need a map. Right. And um, there's there's the book series. Right. And then there's the TV show. And from what I'm understanding, for the most part, they followed the books. 
But what's funny about it, I was not expecting this. So Josh and I just started dating earlier this summer because I just went through right. We want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, we can talk about anything because I am super open about all that stuff. But we just started dating this summer, and we started watching Game of Thrones, and we'll watch an episode. And I've never seen again. I don't get to watch too much TV, but I've never seen so much sex. (laughs) That's what I hear in a TV show. And so we'll watch an episode. I look over and I'm like, hey. Yeah. Hey, you're looking good there on the yeah, end of the couch. Yeah. <laughs> can you yeah. can we can you pause it? <laughs> can we go in yeah. the other room? Yeah, you look even better if you wore like that fur vest. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mind? Do you mind wearing this while we watch this episode? Yeah, just put tonight? this blanket on really fast. <laughs> yeah. 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 I've heard that. I've heard it, there's a lot of a lot of nudity and a lot there of, yeah. is. There is. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't expecting that. And then as a woman, you're like, okay, she's really pretty. And then you know, like they'll just drop their clothes and you're like, oh. Whatever, like I've got that too, mm-hmm. but I'm not used to seeing that on TV. Not that I'm, you know, sheltered. I just am not used to. Yeah, for seeing. such a popular series, right? It's like, yeah, like don't let your around. kids yeah. watch it. <laughs> I they think, probably already have. Uh, yeah, probably, you know, they yeah. probably already have. They and might, then, they might have parental controls on it so that I can't watch it. <laughs> That's probably, yeah, they probably have done that. It's like reverse parental control. I can totally see that happening <laughs> yeah. at your house. Yeah. Don't tell mom. <laughs> she won't even know. I'm like, why can't I get Game of Thrones? I can can't you, even type it in. Can you help me? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, like, I don't know what I don't know what the problem is. Because <laughs> they're like, prank caller, prank caller. We don't know who she is. So, well, I'll put that on my list. You know, yeah. I watch a variety of things and listen to different podcasts and stuff. But I, I understand. Oh, I mean, it's you're, so good. You were always. My mom likes it. I really? mean, you know, so like, oh, you know, I, know I keep telling my lady, dad, but, I keep telling my yeah. dad he needs to watch it because he would like, he would like something like that. Mm-hmm. And my sister, I think my sister's watched it too, but yeah. Interesting. It's, interesting. It's a good show. Well, we're going to take a real quick break. Um, I have seemed to drink more than you guys mm. on that, um, I'll catch on that up little bit. And then we'll come right back and let's talk a little bit more about those life changes that you've gone oh, through yeah. over this last few months. Okay, Jamie? Yes. 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 All right. Emily's finishing topping off our glasses <laughs> with that little rem hoodie there from South Africa. Mm. We have Jamie Walsh with us still. And uh, we're I'm still here. Like, she's still here. She hasn't left us. She no. hasn't run away, Emily. No. This is all good. No, I love what you're doing. This is amazing. And I think that we need something like this. We've had a lot of positive responses from people already who've yeah. been told about our show and stuff like that. So we're kind of like a little flabbergasted or floored by how excited folks are about our podcast. Yeah, we're going to um, work to release early because of the response. And we're open to some other ideas, too. People are wanting a studio audience and all kinds of things. Oh, so wow. I know. We'll, we'll see what happens here. We're open to pretty much anything that uh, we're clearly speaking the podcast takes us. Yeah. So, yeah. Jamie... You went through quite the yeah. change. You know, last last, uh, last spring when we were working together, mm-hmm. you know, you shared with me that you were in a difficult marriage and uh, an abusive yeah. relationship and yeah. that you were taking steps to, um, that you were making your plan. And I, I just kind of wanted to ask you, you know, share, like, what made you finally make the break and, and then also, like, maybe touch on maybe some warning signs that you might have overlooked? Yeah, I'd love to know, like, oh, how, yes. how, what were the first indicators? And, yeah. and how long were you married to your ex-husband? Human being? Yes, that's oh. human being. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, we will not use his name 
Unless two you want to call him ass. Two years and four ass, days. Two years and four days. Okay. And, ha- and how long did you know him before then? We dated for 16 months before he proposed. Okay. And was he abusive during your dating? So to clarify, abusive mentally and emotionally. Um, that not physically, because I'm an Irish girl. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I just wanted to mm-hmm. right. to provide context. Um, yeah, not physically, because I'm an Irish girl. And you do not come after me that way, because um, <laughs> you might not come out in a positive way of life. Um, right, right. But... Yeah. But emotionally and uh, mentally are and verbally and verbally are mm-hmm. just yeah, as powerful absolutely. And, as a fist. And in some ways, it could possibly be worse because, Emily, to answer your question, when did I kind of notice? It's a really hard question. I've asked myself that several times. And hindsight is twenty twenty, of course. But I think the kicker was actually a year ago this week, I received confirmation. And he is in the real estate industry like I am. Oh, Okay. Mm-hmm. And I received confirmation that he did, in fact, commit fraud and forgery on clients. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, with some clients, and basically put my career at risk. Yeah. And I was like, Well, and you? Nope. Because I've been your doing reputation. This. And yep. Everything. All of it. Yeah. All of it. And luckily, I had spoken with the clients about it when I found out about it, and they're like, "We know you didn't do anything wrong. We we know what happened here. Thank God." And um, I just I was like, you know what? Actually, a year ago this week, I was like, I need to do something. But before that, I mean... So that was like this last straw for you that you're like, okay, now I really need to do something. But before, you were maybe wishy-washy? Yeah. Okay. And it it wasn't until that week, about a year ago, that I started, I guess, really paying attention. Because he did not care that he put my career at risk. He didn't care that he hurt people. And I came across this article that said, basically... How do you know if you're in a relationship with a narcissist? Like, what what is it like to be in a relationship with a narcissist? And every single point on there, and I posted on Facebook a few months ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you read it. Yeah. But every single point was my life. Okay. And on top of that, like, I'm generally a pretty positive person. And being married to him, I was suicidal. Really? Yeah. Because you felt that was your only way out? Or did you recognize... Yes. Okay, so you... At that time... Yes, and partially because, I mean, I have had friends for 15, 20 years, and he was telling me that they don't care about you. They don't talk to you because they don't like you. Oh, well, both of my best friends both have a husband and three kids. It's not that. I would text one of my friends, and I would tell him that um, we're going out to dinner, and he's like, oh, they just feel sorry for you, that sort of thing. The best way to describe it is my sister and one of my really good friends since middle school, two separate conversations last October, within two hours of each other, they both said to me, I feel like he sucked the soul out of you. Mm, interesting. And that was the first shift in For myself. You. Yeah. There's so it's so- like he, he identified your weaknesses, whether it was like you were worried how somebody would might think about you or a friendship. If you had a little bit of an insecurity, he identified those. And oh, then, and he just kept digging that hole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Until you... Kept digging that hole. Until you just decided, or those activities or situations and people saying to you that he took your soul. Yeah. What really sucked is that I didn't see it until after we got married. And I'm really upset with myself about that because I'm thinking... Again, hindsight's twenty twenty. Well, there's this red flag and there's the other one. And a lot of hurtful things yeah. happened. Before and, you married him? Yeah. And yeah. I just I just kept giving him the benefit of the doubt. He we just do that kept as women, though. Taking, yeah. taking it. And fresh love is blinding. 
Yep. You know, when we when we're just falling in love with someone, it's very exciting. You have there's there's other things that are going over in your mind and so I think that that can be when something doesn't hit you right, you're still in that phase of oh, I really love this person. I want to make this work. And so you're I don't know, maybe making more compromises in the beginning. I think too, and he's about 10 years older than me. And I think one of the things that I I knew I think, but I really didn't know until in my heart until the situation happened, is that at the core of people, we are who he we are. Mm-hmm. And he is this narcissistic psychopath, basically. And I think as women, one of our challenges is usually we try to change people, but at the core of who we are, that doesn't change. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if this person, if their core is something that's so strongly... I mean, bad for other people. And, I, and we think, oh, well, I can change him. I can I can be better and show him how to be better. Mm-hmm. That was my He just needs to be loved more. He hasn't been loved exactly. properly by exactly. anybody before exactly. me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right, right. That sort of thing was going on. And it was emotionally exhausting. I mean, I would be showing houses and I would, would drive between on Highway 40, the bridge that connects St. Louis County to St. Charles County. And there's so many times... In a certain amount of time that I would just think to myself, "Mm, I'll just drive off the bridge. Wow. Mm. I'm glad you didn't. Me too. Thank you. I'm very glad you didn't. Did you ever, as you were showing houses, fantasize about, oh, this could be my house? Like, were you, when you were in this state, was that at all consideration that, well, maybe there's another life out there for me? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And the cool part is, for me... It takes me a long time to make a decision because I want all my ducks in a row. But when I finally make the decision, and this is exactly how my year went, mm-hmm. once I finally make a decision and I put a plan in place, I will move heaven and earth to make sure that my plan is executed. And part of my job is not just to show houses and negotiate, but part of it is to help my clients through the logistics and the process of buying a house. And so I'm constantly planning, helping mm-hmm. them plan things. I've been planning things for 11 years, mm-hmm. but really I've been planning You've been planning other people's. Yeah. Other people's I plan other people's things for 11 (laughs) years in this career. And also, I do negotiate for a living. So when it came time, I had my ducks in a row. I mean, I had my friends, and they helped me a lot. Oh, my goodness. My friends are... Golden. Oh, yeah. I mean, the ones who have really seen my changes in the past three and a half, four years now have stuck by me. I mean, I cannot even begin to describe how much that means to me. People describe that, you know, he took that light away from you. I mean, you Mm -hmm. are this bright light of a person, you know, and Mm -hmm. so I could see how that would be something that would be a visible sign that there was something wrong. Because you're right, emotional abuse, um, mental abuse doesn't have the same physical signs that, you know, the the physical abuse does, which which is why it can be so hard to get out of it. Yeah. You know, it's like when you see a bruise, when you see a scar, you've got signs that everybody else can see. Yep. But emotional abuse is much harder to see, but that absence of light in you would be, I think, a huge indicator. And my friends notice that. My mm-hmm. sister, my my dad, I'm very close to both of them. And um, the second piece that happened was my dad lives in Massachusetts with my stepmom. And he comes home maybe once or twice a year. And my sister has my nephew and I'm here and I don't have kids. Okay. So... 
he was home last cr- around which is early. a blessing in a sense that you didn't have any children with this man or yes, before absolutely or before brought a child to the situation i have thought many times that i am very lucky in a way that i don't have any children because i can't imagine what the women who go through the same situation i can't imagine what that's like mm-hmm. and of course all of our situations are different but i do know it's why i'm so open about this and other things is because I know it's difficult to get out, but I also know that if you have the support and all I had to do finally was say, he makes me want to kill myself. And then I just had this swarm, figurative swarm of my friends holding me and saying, it's going to be okay. We'll get you through it. Mm. But um, my dad was home last early December last year and we talk a couple times a month and I had been holding all this away from him and we're very close. We've always been very close. And finally he was in my living room and I was telling him everything. And he just started crying. Oh, wow. And he said to me, well, I just don't understand why he thinks he can treat you like this because so-and-so didn't treat you like that. And so-and-so didn't treat you like that. And who the fuck does he think he is? Right. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, I was like, that's all I needed was my dad. Like permission Mm -hmm. from your dad that this is the situation that you can leave and it's okay to leave. Yep. And and it sucks that we had to wait for like permission from your dad. Um, Even though you knew. You knew in your heart. I think I needed... I needed to talk to him about it, okay. and I was scared to talk to him about it. And I wouldn't say permission necessarily, because here's the thing. This is my second divorce. Okay. And I'm 35. So, I mean, my my marriage record is not looking too good for his oldest daughter, but, you know. It doesn't matter. I mean, right. And I was embarrassed. I was really embarrassed, because it would be my second divorce. And I swore up and down, first of all, I was never getting married again. Mm-hmm. And then I said I was never getting divorced again, and um, here I am. <laughs> you know right. what? I think your marriage record is great. It shows two things. One, that you're not afraid to be in love. And who you're not afraid to recognize when it's not right. Back in 2014, I made myself a promise. If I was ever in a relationship that either wasn't serving me well professionally or personally, I would get out. And I think for a little while, I forgot that promise to myself because I was so focused on what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? I mean, back in January, he called me lazy fat ass. Oh, my God. Yeah. I wanted to strangle him. I don't even know him. Right. You and other people, too. And I I mean, like, he would tell me how much I needed to weigh, even after— control. Oh, yeah. He just wanted to continue to piss on your light to keep you under his thumb. Oh, absolutely. To make you, like, emotionally dependent upon him. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the first quarter of this year was really tough, and I really tried to keep it all to myself because I'm a very open person, and it was really tough for me because— I mean, I'm very open about things on Facebook Mm -hmm. and I had to kind of keep it to myself because I didn't want my clients, especially thinking that I can't do my job when I'm going through a bunch of life. (laughs) And that's not, it wasn't true. Right. right. And as it turns out, I'm actually having the best year of my career. Right. So it makes you relatable for one. I'm sure there are plenty of other people going through the same thing. So knowing that you're real and honest about these things you can become a resource for other friends yeah. and that are going through the same thing. So it's amazing how honesty, you know, mm-hmm. it, can, it can be really scary, but it can really lead you to the right place and help so many others too. I know. And yeah, and I think, Michelle, you know, I also lost my dog. Yeah, that was tough. So March 20th, um, I, I found a new place to live, and I got out. And so March 20th, my lease started. March 21st, I had to put Luna down. Mm-hmm. She had a seizure in my arms. I was getting ready oh. to put her down. She was 13, getting ready to put her down the, in a couple days anyway, and it just happened a couple days earlier. Then that Sunday, I had people come over, and we just cleaned up 
the what was left in the apartment and I just got moved into my new one and um, and was all this done like behind his back like secretive I oh mean, yeah because if he, if, oh, yeah. if he had any kind of clue he would have he the, would have sabotaged things the for thing you. about narcissists is that they're very charming and they try to talk you out of doing things when you've already decided so I did all this research and I'm thinking okay this is my life and I put a I executed a plan and like I said earlier when I put something in place it's going to happen well, and when it we, did. When we come back, we're going to take another little break here. We're going to come back and talk some more about your plan and, and also like suggestions for other women out there who are in relationships similarly and what you advice you would give them. Sounds good. All right. And we're back. When we were uh, taking a little... Uh, couple sips of our wine here we were talking about one of the one of the things like when you when you're married to somebody or dated somebody and he hasn't turned out to be who he said he was or he's actually a psychopath or (laughs) a narcissist and we feel kind of like a responsibility to our sisters to let them know like hey you don't need to date john doe Mm -hmm. um ted bundy here's what he will do to you here's what (laughs) he'll do to you yeah and uh, we were joking about it you know there should be like a resource or like a yelp review on guys or something Like yes, an Angie's list, an Angie's list for men, right? A Jamie's list, right? Jamie's list. Maybe I'll get that started. Jamie's list, and you can go on and you're like, "What's your name again?" Because you know, I always check CaseNet. I don't know if you check CaseNet. Oh yeah. In Missouri, we have all of the um, litigation or the lawsuits and criminal cases or whatever, and on one big central database Mm -hmm. called CaseNet. It might be similar other Mm -hmm. states. So whenever you can find one of my exes on there. (laughs) Well, yeah, and so it's kind of nice. You go and you like look his name up and you're. Like, oh, well, maybe. Yeah. Oh, this one was in jail? He didn't tell me about that. How right. training orders does he have? Exactly. Uh, like, is that like possession of a legal firearm? I think we're not going to go. Assault? What? <laughs> Assault, yeah. So it would be great if Jamie's app could integrate with CaseNet, and that way it would all be there in one little place. That means we'd have to work with a government entity, though. Oh, that's doable. Is it? Yeah. Maybe we'll get that figured out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot. We've got some connections at this table. I think we can make this happen. Yeah, Yelp reviews. We'll be taking Yelp reviews on your dates out there. Yeah, uh, I give him five stars. (laughs) No, you don't. No, not not him specifically, but one. Yeah, negative. He gets a negative. Maybe there's multiple types of ratings. Like you know, maybe there's the warning, you know, rating. Red light. But then there's also the this is a really good time rating. You know, there could be other attributes that could be rated. Like oh. how much beer he likes. We could have like, we could have categories. <laughs> I, I I was thinking something else, but that I could be oh, there too. Oh, I saw you're like, thinking. Yeah, I follow yeah, you. Yeah. Are we are we referring to? But you wouldn't want to tell people hands? that. <laughs> no, but you wouldn't want to tell people that. You wouldn't want to tell other women that. Why Let not? them find out for themselves. No. Because you're dating the oh. guy. Um, I, I, was, yeah. I, I think sometimes there would have been nice fair warning that the situation was... We're thinking differently. I'm thinking on the positive side. I, I was saying both, right? <laughs> fair warning that things didn't measure up. And, literally. And right. <laughs> I mean, clearly. Yeah, literally, yeah. 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 yeah, it'd be nice to have like a rating on how good right. of a lover he is. Yes. Or not. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, how I much... I feel like asshole meter would be really... Oh, yeah. Again, that's subjective though. So that's tough. But you it's know just what? Like, when you when you were searching on Amazon and you were reading reviews, everything is subjective, and you can choose to yeah. to still buy it if you want to, even though you've read the review and they only got like a one star, and you're like, well, what do they know? I mean, you still I'll try yeah. it anyway because there's yeah. haters out there, you know. That's true. 
People right. will put a bad review because they're in a bad mood. Or, I mean, yeah. It's like but, our own little version of a black book. You know, guys had black books, right? Yep. Little black books. Mm-hmm. They would be like, yep. oh, you should date so-and-so. Look what I gave her. You know, that yeah, kind of I stuff. Yeah, think, I think that we're onto something here. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Clearly speaking, the podcast and the app. <laughs> so do it. Yes. <laughs> well, because we're not busy with doing anything else. No. So, I mean, I think we can do that probably. I think you could. Probably just like later today. <laughs> we can just got another bottle of wine we're going to be drinking probably. Yeah, later today. Part. Later today. Yeah, yeah. We're, good. we're good. We're good. I'm sure there's some women out there that help encode this for us. Yeah. So back to, back to the serious subject. Yeah. You know, we don't like to joke around too much here on our podcast. I like to keep it really serious for everybody out there. <laughs> I know. I mean, I've been right. I've been driving this i this uh, topic. Mm-hmm. I do want to make sure we get to the positive end of my story too. Yeah, yeah. that's after the serious stuff. Girl, I'm just she's I'm just getting started. Teasing. I'm just being yeah. sarcastic. No, no, no. I know. I know. This is what happens when I've had a little bit of wine. <laughs> Emily's, you know, she right now she's like pulling out some like duct tape for my mouth. Shut up. Shut no, up. no, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> but you said that you planned everything. Yes. Without him knowing. I did. So what like what were the top five things that you had to do, if you can think of top five, it would be four, mm-hmm. that you were like so important that you did for yourself. Like there was no way he could find that out. Otherwise, everything would go haywire. Okay. So first of all, you have to know who you trust. You have mm-hmm. to have people you trust. So there were a lot of people that knew. A lot of people that knew. And I would call them and say, hey, can you come help me move some boxes? So first of all, find your tribe, your trust mm-hmm. tribe. Um, second, I actually had a storage unit. And I don't know how the key slipped off his key ring one day, but <laughs> I was using my storage unit and just packing up boxes, taking everything over there because... And he it, wasn't aware of any of that? No. Missing. Interesting. He's so wrapped up in himself, yeah. right? So. Yeah. That was one, another thing. And then I just... And with your with your job, being a realtor, you can be out of the house. You don't have, you're don't you not like stuck to a 8 to 5 or right. I need to be home at 5 or whatever. So you had a little more flexibility. I was out with, showing houses a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, and also, it's true, I was. Yeah, yeah you but, were very busy. you know, maybe if I wasn't showing on a Saturday morning, all of a sudden I'm showing, but I've also got my trunk full. Right. And so I think knowing what you're dealing with and then working around it, you just have to pay attention to details for yourself. So he wasn't paying attention to the fact that half my stuff was all of a sudden missing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the second That's bedroom amazing. was the office. So I packed up half my office, packed up most of my books. I have an English degree like you. Yeah. I, I love that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I packed up most of my books. You're um, just a heavy organizer. Cleaning oh, house, right? Yep, yep. <laughs> just decluttering. Yeah. Getting rid of a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Just being proactive for myself and whatever that looks like. Right. Um, and this, since this was your second marriage, you were already not, didn't commingle finances, right? Or anything oh, like that? Oh, hell no. Okay. Here's <laughs> part of the reason why. Because he has a gambling addiction. Oh, oh shit. Did you know that before? God. I did. Oh, Again, you, benefit of the doubt. Right, and so, right. to the best of my knowledge, he lied. Like, people change your underwear. Okay. okay. So when I found out he was gambling again, my aunt, my dad, lots of people are like, you're not financially commingled, are you? No, because I knew not to do that. Okay. Because we weren't married for that long. Right. I mean, we didn't, it was only about a year and a half that when I filed. Okay. Back in May. So He didn't contest it, did he? He couldn't. Really? Tell us. So don't forget, I negotiate for a living. Oh, that's right. I'm holding this fraud forgery thing over his head. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 
Okay. So I actually, you know, I was in a lease with him. And then I started my own lease and they were overlapping by like three months. I didn't have to yeah, pay both. Yeah. So I negotiated myself out of that was nearly about $1,500. Mm-hmm. And then the criminal acts. That I you mean, had, that you had I, evidence of. If I wanted something, basically I got it because all I had to do was make one phone call and right. his, that's it. His life would be over. His life would blow up. Right. Which kind of makes me feel like an awful person because I could ruin him if I wanted to. But really, all I wanted was just to get out. Yeah. Get out, get away from him. If I wanted something, I got it. And the thing is, he made three times the amount that I did in income in 2017. I walked away. I didn't want any of his money. I wanted nothing to do with him. I can make my own money. Right, right. What's cool about my job is that there's no ceiling on how much money I can make. I just got to get out there and do it. Right. And so I walked away from, I didn't want anything from him. Nothing. I I didn't want to be involved in... Anything he was doing, I just wanted to get away from him. All right. So now you filed. The divorce was final like a month later, right? Two months. Two months. Yeah, like the state, quick. the state requirement. Uncontested. Yep. Uncontested. It done. And the day it became final, how did you feel? Like a huge weight had been lifted off my shoulders that I never have to look at him again. We're done. I don't ever have to talk to him again. Mm-hmm. And I felt liberated and free. And like, I got my life back. I've been working on getting my life back since March. Right. I had a chance to start over. Oh God, did I start over? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's wonderful that, I mean, really, that's not that much time. You know, it really isn't. Mm -mm. You know, I I think about, oh my goodness. This was just seven months ago. Yeah. I know. That's, it's really. It's crazy. A full 180. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing so much for myself. Um, I remember seeing one of your posts about you going on a vacation for yourself in Florida. And you're like, I haven't taken a vacation. I haven't done this just by myself. Four years. Four years. Well, I haven't taken a vacation in four years. Right. A real vacation. But yeah, I went on my single girl trip in June to Florida (laughs) to St. Pete. Wonderful. Um, It was so fun. And this random guy sent flowers to my room. Yeah. It was, yeah. I met him at the bar, but that was it. Like, I met him at the bar. He sent me flowers. I never saw him again. I'm like, that's fine with me. Yeah. That's a love. Level of commitment I'm really want for that's all I want mm-hmm. right now. Meet you at the bar, send me flowers. That's it. Well, <laughs> but also I didn't. I I went to Florida because I needed to just cleanse myself of everything that was going on here, and it was a lot. And I just. I needed a break. I needed a mental break. And I would just pack my little pouch and go on the beach every night. And I would just journal and just write, write, write. And I hadn't done that in years. And I would just cry. Mm -hmm. And then I would talk to one of my best friends. Usually about 10 o'clock at night, I was walking on the beach. I came back feeling like myself again. But it had been a work in progress for about three months at that point. But a wiser self, too. You know, you've been through a lot. Yeah. So it's like you found yourself, but more. Oh, yeah. You know? Because like, there's no way you're ever going back to yourself before meeting him. No. But no. all of those wonderful attributes and qualities in your light, you that you like were able to let that out. And, and it shines even brighter, like has a more, of a more of a hue, more of a gold into it because cause there's that experience and that wisdom behind it. Yeah. Florida was exactly what I needed it to be. And, you know, it's one of those things that you create that situation for yourself, that experience for yourself. And I just wanted... To be in my happy place. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I got what I wanted and I made it happen for myself like everything else in the past really six months for that prior. And Well, cheers. Congratulations. Well, on thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reclaiming yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. You have a great story. 
a great, and you have a great story to be told, to be written still, you know? Yeah. Like, what's next for you? What plans do you have? I mean, you've got Josh, you know, and you've got, you're seeing him, but what do you have yeah. plans for you moving forward? So I'm going to touch on him mm-hmm. because we met on Tinder. Oh, uh-huh. so you made the right um, selection so there. We did. We went right on each other. And yeah. what's funny is he's the only guy I ended up going on a date on, a date with here in St. Louis. And what's cool is we met about a week before... I left for Florida. He was getting back from South Carolina. I was leaving for Florida the next week. And then he asked me out. And I said, well, I'm just going to tell you I'm not going out with anyone until after I get back. And I'm thinking, he won't wait. Any any nice guy is going to wait and he's going to understand. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. He's so chill. I love it. <laughs> and we talked for nearly, tw- we talked for 12 days before we went on our first date. And our first date was from like, seven o'clock until midnight and we just talked and at the end of the night he um we kissed and that was it we didn't see each other for another week and we talked a lot and basically we've been inseparable ever since and it's really nice like this is how it is supposed to be and it didn't feel that way even like in the beginnings of your relationship no, with your ex-husband. Okay. No, so no. you're you are completely aware of how things should feel and well, like don't want to repeat. And the, I'm the thinking same. to myself, well, on the interest of not repeating my mistakes, which I'm human, I do sometimes, I'm thinking to myself, Oh my God, this guy, like I'm not seeing any red flags. Whoa. <laughs> and I'm looking for them. <laughs> and I was. I was looking and, for and them. And you have been on case night. Oh, yeah. okay. One of my best friends took care of that for me um, before she told me about it. And I was like, Yeah. I've already done it. She doesn't know I did it for you. That's what she does. We, we, we joke that, um, you know, it's just a Dateline story waiting to happen. So right. um, nobody wants to be on a Dateline story. But we just really get along and we have a level of respect for each other. But also that he lets me do what I want to do. And nice. it's just so we, He's it's not so jealous nice. or nervous oh, or no, yeah, no. intimidated. And, yeah, not at all. Not at all. Nice. Great. And it, it is nice. And um, we have a lot in common. And he has three cats, by the way. Oh. So a lot of girls are like, mm. oh. I'm like, no, bring me my fur babies because I love animals. So what I, are the cats' names? Okay. So Monty is um, like an orange and white tabby cat. He's about nine months old. He's so sweet. He's yeah. our little purr box. Okay. And then Chloe is seven. She's, I think, oh, um, I forget what kind she is, but she's super sweet. Yeah. She's the only girl. So she loves it when I come over. And then Jibs. Jibs. Oh, Jibs. Okay. Short JBB, short for John Butler Band. Jibs. Oh, okay. He's this white, gorgeous, he's 10, Angoran, mm. Persian Angoran. I don't remember, but he's long haired cat. Long haired, yeah. white, long haired cat. And they just all wake me up at 5 30 in the morning and they step on my boobs and, hey, <laughs> wake up. It's time <laughs> to get fed. As right. does your boyfriend. <laughs> well, well let's hope he doesn't step, step on, on him. <laughs> I mean, I think. I think we already learned earlier that she's not Polly, but I don't know if she's like all into gymnastics and stuff. I mean, you can share whatever you want to. I did tell to. you I wanted to be a trapeze artist. She's going to try out the aerial yes. place next door to our studio here. I am. I do want to be a trapeze artist. And then we're going to have you back on for that. You know, what would yeah. be really great is if you would take a picture of yourself with the kitty cats. Oh, we'd love to And we're going to have that, that on our website. Oh, yeah. Would you mind doing that? No, I can and do then, that. And if you also feel comfortable, I'd love to have a picture of you and Luna. So we could have your beauty yeah. babies. Luna Elizabeth Walsh. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 we definitely would. My baby, yeah. Picture of uh, you um, and your baby. Those are on Facebook. You can. We had our pictures taken together last December. Okay. okay. So, so it's all right if I go ahead and steal those off of Facebook yeah, and okay. move them over. You can. All right. Yeah, we'll all, share. All you of can, our listeners yeah. out there have heard that. I have permission to you steal. You do. I won't be uh, mad. 
from She's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I miss her so much. She yeah. was a Black Lab German Shepherd mix. I had her since she was two months old. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, that was my baby. Family. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. We well, well, I know I have my yeah. dogs. You know yeah. my dogs. I do. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I yes. I'm, I'm obsessed with my Iggy Pop. So. That's her. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's a little. Yeah. You know, he has his own. We'll bring him in sometime. Yeah. He has, <laughs> he has his own <laughs> stroller. His own little chaise lounge. He eats out of a silver chalice. It's just. Uh, I love that. He does. <laughs> my, 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 dogs, he? my dogs are lucky they get it out of the bag. <laughs> That's right? true. They'll be like, ah, here, just it's on the floor. Find something, guys. <laughs> you don't need a bowl. Don't I, worry why? about it. Why? Why? Go drink out of the toilet. Why do you? bother me i just started watching game of thrones right. <laughs> i got eight seasons to get through who needs anything else it's true you do <laughs> i do oh, gosh. jamie well, it's been thank you so, so much so great having yeah you on. i hope you'll thank come back you. oh anytime okay wonderful right. yeah. really nice to hear your story really nice to meet you at last you too oh thank and you and i'm looking forward to our next conversation thank you thank yeah. you lady so you can follow us on instagram twitter facebook Mm-hmm. Our website, clearlyspeakingpodcast.com. Yeah. Send us emails, send us yeah, Instagram us you... notes, anything, whatever you want to talk yeah. about or hear about. Um, yeah. Thank Share you. your thoughts with us. Yeah. We'll be back next week. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.